and welcome back to the Adventures with Steppers podcast. This is episode 32. I don't know why I don't check this before. Thank I God, I'm not the only one who loses track of the numbers. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and I'm going to stick with it. It's episode 32. I'm going to low-key check while we're talking. Yes, it is episode 32. And I have not one, not two but three special guests. You heard one. Now it's time to bring the other two on. I have theme park Rob and Justin. I want to say monorail, but I don't know if I can say monorail. So I'm going to say Justin. Howdy folks. This is the new Justin monorail. I've got a brand new character. Uh, Justin monorail 2.0. Not doing that. I like to, I like to go by the artist formerly known as Justin Monorail, please. Oh, okay. The artist formerly known as Justin Monorail. Thank you. I'm so sorry for getting that incorrect. We'll, uh, we'll edit that in, in post or whatever the, the term is. Cause I don't know the lingo of the, we need the... to come up with a symbol for you then. <laughs> I've got yes. a symbol for you. Oh, this is Thank not you. a family friendly podcast. So it's oh, fine. good. <laughs> it's fine. We're fine. I mean, my streams are off the rails, so why can't my podcast be as well? Anyway, I enlisted not one, not two, but all three of them because it is that time of year where the spooks and the and the something else are coming to taunt your life. So we're going to talk Halloween Horror Nights. Nailed it. You nailed it. Ears in the really, frights. Perfect. Frights. That's a word that I could have used, but this is why we're all creative people here. You could have helped me out there. And no, we like to watch you struggle. Steppers, it's, that's what we're here for. That's fine. We're fine. We're, we're the guy standing on the dock as you're drowning. He's like, you can do it. Take a <laughs> sip of drink. All right. You, no, no. Keep keep struggling. You're doing great. That's actually, that's pretty much how our how our little group goes. And that's fine. We're fine. It's fine. fine. Um, it's a new year. New, uh, you know, speculation maps. New vibes. So I wanted to have all of them. Come on, talk about it, because some of them last year was their first year. Some of them did RIP tours last year, and I kind of wanted to get multiple opinions on the subject. So without further ado, y'all, let's dive right in to the Halloween of the horrors of the I'm night. I'm ready. Ooh. All right. For first, for, for first, oh my God. First things first, uh, Halloween Horror Nights this year, September 2nd to October 31st. So I know the other place starts their uh, Halloween stuff in August. So do we think this is, knowing that you've gone to this event, do you think this is plenty of time for them or should they start going in August too? surprised they aren't starting earlier, especially how the crowds have just gotten bigger every single year, aside from during the pandemic, of course. But uh, yeah, the, just the crowd capacity is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, this is the biggest cash cow of the year for universal right this is this is where they make their bank yeah. doing the halloween horror nights event and it surprises me that they wouldn't make the decision to just start it in july why not do this thing <laughs> half the year you know people would come they do would a teaser house they would absolutely have massive crowds especially if they, like if they did like a, a phased opening of houses or teaser houses like you said bob they could do something like that and people would come maybe I start think... you know They've mentioned that. Well, not not them. They have not mentioned that. But I think people, I think you APs have mentioned that like, oh, why don't we have like one house that runs all year? And they have that in Hollywood group. or they used to, didn't they? If they do, we should definitely bring that to Rome. <laughs> I think they did. They, they did the um, the Walking Dead house year round for a while, I think. Yeah, for I think they, they tried it for a full year and just see how it went. Some people are like, yeah, this is okay. I've seen it once. I don't yeah. need to do it five more times, just four more. I mean, and that's the thing, though, too, with Halloween Horror Nights, you can purchase frequent fear or rush of fear tickets, which are not on sale yet. While you're listening to this, only single night tickets are on sale. And people, especially locals, they'll buy that pass and they'll go multiple times a year. Now that you said it, they're going to release them after we've recorded. Oh, I mean, this this will air. This is we're recording this on Saturday. So if between now and Wednesday, this is they dropped. I really put I really put some good faith into the air and they just were like, all right, we're going to make Steffers look bad and do this so that she's incorrect <laughs> on her. This is just how it goes. As a podcaster, <laughs> you just have to know as soon as you say something like that, mm -hmm. the news will come out before this is ever released. So why don't we just go say we, we can say it now. Congratulations. The frequent, <laughs> frequent fear passes are available. Let's go get them. I bought mine already. 
<laughs> yep, I've got mine. I'm ready. Oh my god! So Gosh, I guess that leaves it. That easy. If it was just that easy. I mean, it is once they release it. I so this is my thing, and this is a problem that I have with Halloween Horror Nights, and it's not necessarily like oh, I hate you guys. Why do you do this? But they do this thing where they'll release the single night tickets, cause a panic for everyone. And they're like, well, what about this? Or what about this? And Publix used to have discount tickets. Uh, phone companies do discount tickets nowadays. And everyone, since they're, in, I, I even did this last year where I bought my tickets. Like, I think, it, I think I did wait till after the rush of fear, but it didn't like financially work out that way. But then my phone company did like a discount ticket or, or the corporate discounts came out with di- discounted tickets. And I'm like, well, shit, if I just waited, like what, what was I worried about really? Like selling out typically only express sells out the, the event itself, unless you're trying to buy it the day of, I don't think really ever sells out. Let's be honest. With last year being the first one since the pandemic, we really didn't know what they were going to do. So, and I even... I'm a seasoned Halloween Horror Nights goer, so I knew just hold out, but I really had no idea what we were in store for. So when the single day tickets did go on sale, I was like, you know what, I'll just, I'll grab one and see what happens. And then like a month later, I was like, here's Frequent Fear. I was like, thankfully, Universal worked with me because if you're doing an upgrade, they usually don't offer refunds on the tickets or anything like that, but I was doing an upgrade from a single night to the uh, Frequent Fear. And they worked with me and they said, okay, yeah, we'll honor that. And we'll do all that. But they can change their mind. Eight minutes are like, no, we're, you have you bought a single night. You're going a single night. Yeah. You want the freaking fear? Buy that too. They could so, pull that. So you answered one of my questions, but I did have a couple questions. As probably maybe the newest Halloween Horror Nights person. You and me, Rob, both. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're I in the same been. boat. So pre-pandemic, was this something that Universal would do as well? It would always be single nights first and then the frequent fear passes would come later. Is that always how it's been? Pretty much. The frequent fear wasn't a common thing until recently. Uh, I would say like the last three, maybe four years. But yeah, it used to be just like single night or I think they had a weekend pass at one point, if I can recall. But yeah, the the frequent fear, ever since they put that, I was like, wow, this is is a huge bargain. Question. Also, as a... uh first time visitor last year question directed at bob about the frequent fear and maybe our listeners or maybe steffer's listeners will have the same question how well attended were those nights that you chose to go i know that you had select nights that you couldn't go correct uh if i understood they were for most of september it depends on the ticket because there's two different types so there's frequent frequent fear pass and then there's Russia Fear Pass. Russia one, fear. yes, leaned more towards September. Mm-hmm. And then one focused more on the rest of the events. And then those, I think, were definitely specific nights in like October. So they would, I think they focused mostly on like Wednesdays or, you know, not peak times. I don't think you could have gone, maybe you could have gone on a Saturday, but I think they blocked out um, some of the, like busier weekends for sure and it's just through september it was just through the first month correct yes it varies depending on the it also depends on the calendar year like if uh like october 1st and 2nd falls on like a thursday or friday they'll allow that as part of it but it, it all depends on like the calendar and what they expect the crowd levels to be at nice nice looking at it from the universal perspective it totally makes sense to do it this way because Essentially what you're doing, you release the single day first, you kind of see how sales are. Even if you're not selling out, you know what days are more popular and what aren't. And then you can start making those decisions about like when those frequent fear passes should be active, right? Um, And and it makes more sense. Like as you get close to the holiday, of course, those days are going to be more, you know, um, that's going to be a hotter ticket as as you get closer to Halloween, unless you're crazy people like us and just want to go to Halloween stuff year round. I just looked it up. Why did that sound weird coming out of my mouth? I just looked it up just so the listeners have a uh, kind of basis here. Russia Fear is limited to 16 nights, and those are only September. In the past, do not, don't quote me for 2022. Yeah, they and can then change Frequent their mind. Fear was 26 nights included September and October. And then they have a Frequent Fear Plus which is 35 nights 
there's a there yeah those are kind of the breakdowns that's almost that. every night i do think that they also have a frequent fear with express that you can purchase as well there is and that one is obviously that's the one that's going to set you back a, a pretty penny yeah yes. frequent fear super extreme i i think it's just the plus with express i don't think they go super extreme but that would be a great little trademark name for it just the record here um while we're on this topic though i do i am a uh big uh what's the word i don't even know what the word is and you guys won't help me but i'm a big believer that you should purchase either daytime tickets or advocate advocate. thank you thank you i'm a big advocate for the stand scream or the scream early whatever they're going to trademark it as this year um that pretty much just means you get to go into the parks earlier than the general admission and you sit in a holding area and then get released into one house you can get through at least one to two houses or at least get in line for the second house before the event even starts you get roughly 30 minute head start Mm -hmm. which is a lot when you're yeah you knock out two three houses yeah that was really nice yeah i mean that that's what made it happen for us last year because steffers came in confident we could get all 10 houses done she said but we've got to get into those holding pins with the rest of the Mm. cattle and make sure that we get in there early because we avoided that rush. We, we also started in the back of the park, which makes mm-hmm. a big difference too. Um, and then I we think could, we knocked out a couple real quick. Typically. So that's another thing that also changes as the years. Well, as the world caught on fire, as we all like to say, the stay and scream zones shifted, changed, alternated because typically it was as yeah. simple as finnegan's down that road and we all kind of um like all kind of herded their cattle there or the simpsons area and where we were last year not typical at least not in my experience so i i mean it was still great we still got it done we we even had shelter from the rain that inevitably started on us and uh I thought it was great. And we had a big enough group where it wasn't like, oh, we're skipping or anything. Everyone was kind of very chill. We got to sit down. And then when things started to go, typically, at least in the in the olden days, it was a mad dash, like huge rush, huge crowd type of thing. And I think everyone was respectful of everyone's space for the most part, at least in the beginning. Yeah, for the most part, I would agree. Now, if you do the stay and scream, one of the things you unfortunately will miss out on is like the opening ceremony that they have towards the the front of the gate at 630, uh, where last year was Jack the Clown and all the icons that came out and they did like this big brouhaha with the megaphone. They announced everything and they they put that announcement through the entire park so you can at least hear it. But there's something special about being there and watching them and seeing the crowd react and scream and like everyone's getting all excited it's like a big pep rally almost yeah yeah having them right there as you pass and enter into the into the park yeah if you can well let me it depends on your budget and it depends on on your your kind of how long you can last in the parks but if you can kind of do two nights either spread them out and maybe focus one on doing the houses and then do the other one to get the full experience or or there's another option you could try to do an RIP tour that I know really nothing about. So I'm I'm passing the torch over to y'all to talk about your your lovely experience, and I will just sit here and be jealous. Oh, I highly recommend a rip tour if you can do it. They, uh, it is convenient. It is super fun. You get to do a few rides. They give you a meal. They give you drinks. Uh, it's like they're catering to you the whole time. You have a tour guide, and you're in. I think they can do personalized and uh, group tours and the group tours are usually cheaper. Rob and I did the group and we basically just walked up and down the park, just going in one house to another house, to another house, to another house. And it was really cool. I think our guide at one point walked us all the way to um, what was the show that they had at the fear factor Um, nightmare, nightmare fuel, nightmare fuel. Yeah. Yeah. We walked all the way there and everyone's like, ah, we really don't want to do this. It's like, okay, let's go ride. Um, the mummy <laughs> sure i mean he went out of his way to to uh provide for us and give us a good time so that was a lot of fun you all were interested in the the horniest fieriest spooky show you've ever seen i didn't need another suntan i have a yeah. question 
and this is coming from like a, I'm a person who's never done it. And maybe I just need to know this. You mentioned food, what kind of food was available. And then in terms of the group you were with and choosing the itinerary of what you guys were going to do for, for your tour, how did that go about being popular? populated the the food was kind of like just little finger foods or d'oeuvres uh nothing yeah uh i think there was like honestly i can't remember much of it but it was like hey let's carve up before we go walking around for a little bit uh and it was bottled water so they let us like grab as much as we wanted and then uh i think the the tour guy was pretty much in control of everything he would give suggestions like hey you guys want to do this or you want to do this and it was like you tell us buddy we're going with you yeah you're the one taking us around um they did have, I, I do remember that they had a lot of fruit selections. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had uh, some, not, uh, they had the fruit and they did have some vegetables. So, you know, if you weren't interested in, uh, they had wings, pretty sure they had wings and they had a couple other things. I don't remember what they were either, but. Yeah, little finger foods, basically. Yeah, yeah. but the tour guide was very accommodating. It was super fast pace though i mean so you, even on the you, group tour you kind of got to say what you wanted to do and what you didn't want to do it wasn't like a, a pre-ordained itinerary well he did have uh, a, a set schedule in mind it's like okay let, we have to be in this area by this time in this area by this time and he did this so we could get to the nightmare fuel on time for one of the showings there uh, and then he wasn't prepared for all of us go now nah, we just now nah, we're not interested let's go do something else yeah yeah and and we did take breaks and we took a couple two breaks or three breaks like 10 or 15 minute breaks just, uh yep yeah um again and it was usually in a restaurant where you could get a drink or you could get some more water just just to cool your tootsies off because, and like in i terms said of it timing is, did you get all the houses done plus the rides and what was the timing of your tour? Like, did you start at the five or six o'clock tour and then you ended at whatever time or, or how, how long was it? We did the, what'd you do? I want to say the eight o'clock tour. That's when, yeah, because I had the eight 30 and I got switched to eight o'clock. So we started at eight o'clock and went until. I think we were done by 1130 midnight and we still had two hours left. And we, uh, because we had the, the rip tour, we had front of the line access to whatever rides uh, were still open for the night. But you got to do all the houses in that oh, three yeah. hour span. Oh yeah. On a blitz too, because we're skipping the lines for everything. So let's do the next one. Let's go to the next one. Let's go to the next one. And, and your group, and- I mean, your group stayed together when you went through. So That's I mean, what I was going to ask. There was, how many was oh, yeah. there, Bob? Nine of us? Nine or uh, 10 I of us? Say, yeah, I want to say 10. Yeah. Uh, and that looked like the average size of all the other groups that we saw throughout the night, nine, 10, maybe a dozen, sometimes maybe a couple smaller, but that might've been the personal or the private tours too. Yeah. I think so. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, the group size was probably 10 and your entire group went through together. And it was, it it was just like a normal night where the cast members are, or the team members, sorry, are trying to rush you through and you take your time because, you know, this is, this is your, one opportunity to have the park that have the houses to yourself. I will just say that the RIP tour is about two fifty per person. And well, it's gone up. Yeah. Um, just to keep something in mind, and you need a valid Halloween Horror Nights admission ticket as well, on top of yes. the RIP tour. Yeah. Uh, I remember Rob and I. Uh, we had complimentary valet parking, which that was a bonus. Skipping that huge parking lot. Right. Um. So that saved us a little bit of time, but because we are also uh, AP holders, we were able to get into the park early in the day and we even knocked out a few houses before our tour even started. And then like about 7.30, it's like, all right, let's, let's go mosey on over there and have, a, have some food and just chill out for a little bit before Check we get in, going yeah. again. You all both did that RIP tour. Was it the night before our group meetup or was it a couple nights before? It's like it was, it was the same we, week, like a few yeah. nights before. Yeah, I think and we I did, did it on Wednesday. I just remember one thing you both said was it was a lot of walking. Like that's right. something to be prepared for. Yeah. I think I'm okay with walking. It's the stop stand still for a while. Stop stand still. That drives me insane, but the constant walking I'm fine. Yeah. It's just something to keep in mind. People are probably going to get their steps in. I mean, Oh yeah. Because you can like zoom around and do whatever kind of your group wants to do. You could be all over the park. 
I'm going to plug myself in this situation here because I actually made a blog post kind of just breaking down last year's event uh, with the houses when things were released in terms of like uh, house announcements, tickets. What else did I write in here? I think I wrote prices for a bunch of stuff as well. We also, I also have a past episode with Justin right after we went together for Halloween Horror Nights which y'all should listen to as well. I don't really remember what episode that is, but I will put it in the description of this podcast episode. I think it was 32. I'm just kidding. I was literally like, wait, this is the one we're on. And then I got very confused. So that was not nice. Oh, they also sometimes have buy one, get one tickets for Halloween Horror Nights. And they didn't do that last year because of uh, the world on fire, which is tragic. But that used to be a thing. Let me tell you, Publix was a great, a great uh, option for for buying tickets. And it's just, I I hope we get back to that situation, but I will understand if we don't because of circumstances. I will say how two houses were announced in July. One house was confirmed at the beginning of July. So we're we're coming up here on, on some announcements, hopefully. Just, I'm hoping, and I yeah. just want pizza fries. <laughs> I'm ready to start getting some confirmations. Although we, I think on the speculate, if we're talking speculation here, I think mm-hmm. there's at least been some soft confirmation based on one of the houses, right? Or at least some enthusiasm from the, the person that might be involved in it. I think I'm talking about the weekend. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. So we are going to go over the speculation map from Horror Night Nightmares H and Nightmares on Twitter because I almost said that wrong again. Just to kind of break it down in terms of what we're excited to see, what we think they could do instead. I mean, I don't really know the logic that goes into this. I'm assuming they look at permits maybe and say, hey, this is what they put a permit in for. Or maybe they have some insider information, which must be nice. You know, it's it's fine. I will also say this. Uh, Hollywood and Orlando have different houses typically or different different layouts. So don't think that, hey, just because you're going to one, you know what the other one is like. Sometimes it's the same. Not often. Sometimes. Correct. I remember uh, Trick or Treat a couple of years back was exactly the same in both locations. Oh, what a good, I love, okay, sorry, that's, that's Halloween Horror Nights of years past. Yes. But I miss it. I'm missing it. I'm missing it. All right. So with the impending ending of Stranger Things, they are speculating that we are getting a Stranger Things house back. It it It, only makes sense. I mean, we've done one, two, and three, so might as well do a four. But how are you going to, like, it comes out this month well yeah by the time you're listening to this this month you think that they can get that together i feel like there there's more planning that goes into like this is the house we're going to do this year and getting the sets and stuff together yeah i mean it's being released in two sections this year as well it's being released was it may 24th or something and then july 7th maybe like the second half of the season Oh, but that's just what they'll yeah. release to the general public. I'm sure the producers are working with Universal's like, all right, so we need to, we need to build oh, yeah, this. Yeah. And, and they don't really give a damn. It's like if spoilers are going to get out or not. Because um, I remember a couple, like a year or two ago, um, no, 2019, the last real one before the pandemic, uh, there was going to be the Tooth Fairy house until the very announcement and then all of a sudden that went away and we got us instead so they threw that house together pretty quick i mean when they had the option hey we can have an office house yes let's do that let's make it us yeah i think i think you're right i think when they start working on the licensing they're working with the people who were actually involved in the production i, I know from years past although i i have never gotten to do a stranger things house but i've seen videos and i've heard about them and i know that typically with a with a intellectual property that they're actually building a house around they actually recreate scenes from either the season or the you know like like house or haunting of hill house last year right. you're, you're experiencing the characters you're experiencing scenes that happened in the show so of course it's got to be tied pretty closely to that and i would just imagine they've established a relationship like you already said they've done three of these houses before i i think they've got a plan i think it was funny the first 
Stranger Things house the, the first year they did it, the very first room you're walking through, it's just a projection screen of the Stranger Things logo being uh, projected and it's moving around and the theme is playing. And I turned to my buddy and was like, did we just walk through a cold open? I think <laughs> this house had a cold open. That's awesome. So to kind of tie this back or rewind it back just to what Rob said, the first volume one is coming out May 27th. Volume two is coming out July 1st. So in that respect, based off of what you guys just said in terms of IPs and all that, I think they could pull it off in, in theory. Anyway, they oh, could sure. pull it off. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. I understood what you meant, Bob. I just, I was, I guess I'm, since I'm still new to it, I don't know how much they want to reveal in the house as far as, you know, that's all. That's all I was getting at. I, I think, well, this is the thing though. They have, to, I mean, they just have to like divulge that kind of like, this is going to be this kind of, they have to give them something because in the houses for Stranger Things that I've seen, yes, we were exploring like the different character. What? I don't even remember all the different things because I went to two different ones and they all merged together. But there was one room in one of the houses. And let me tell you, that was that was a big proponent of the show when it released. So we need we need like that nice, like big center of attention room. And that's all I got to say about that. I hope we get that. Stay tuned on May and May 27th and July 1st to see what may be in the house on uh, in Halloween Horror Nights. Also July, August, September. I don't know. Two months. I think maybe we could do it. What is time? What is time? Speculation. Speculation. Yes. All right. So we went through Stranger Things. Something that I thoroughly enjoy about Halloween Horror Nights are actually the original houses that they come yes. up with. I don't think I've, I mean, there's maybe like onesie twosie, but I don't think I've really ever had a bad experience in an original house that they've come up with. I'm really trying to think back and I, I can't think of any. That's a so, pretty huge well, statement. Yeah. I, it's bold. Yeah. I know it's bold coming from stuffers, but. Bob's got one, I think. Yeah, it was a couple of years ago. And I think it was that uh, when they shared it with Islands or it was at Islands. I can't remember what the house was, but it had something to do with aliens and it just seemed really low key and low budget. It was like, why, what is this all about? And it was so bad. I can't even remember what it was. <laughs> Obviously, it didn't leave an impression, but that's the one, I, <laughs> the one bad a, house I've ever seen. I'll say this as a HHN newbie last year, the welcome to scary did not hit the notes with me. I, yeah, I mean, that was the onesie twosie. That was, that was included. <laughs> I just I feel like maybe people who have the history are, are, are much more, um, you know, yes, immersed in it probably really got a lot more from that. But for me, it was. And also, by the way, I'll throw in when I went through that house, it was at the end of the night. Nobody was in line. So it wasn't like I was getting that conga line experience. Essentially, I went through it almost on my own. So you would think that's a pretty good example of that house and it was still just like mm, did fine. you go running off in front of your your crew i again? did it right away you did, you did a lot of houses in a group by yourself so <laughs> proud of you you really got there oh but you'll be happy i'm gonna skip i'm gonna skip to this one but you'll be happy to see that there's a wicked growth too on this list on the i'm spec thrilled yeah. i hope that's true i i yeah. think if there's one one of these 10 houses that will most likely not be in the final product it's probably that one because how often do we see a sequel to an original house almost i can't actually name a single one ever so that's why i'm thinking maybe this one's a placeholder in case something bigger comes along scream it's possible scream would be fun i mean that's i'd rather have wicked growth too (laughs) i would too but because that one was just super popular last year it was probably my favorite uh my favorite last year was actually the case files house I thought that that yes. was really Case, great. Actually, all the houses with me were a hit. With Case Files was at, at the top. Wicked Growth was at the top. But yeah, if there was ever a sequel to a house, I think Wicked Growth would make sense because just how overwhelmingly popular that one was. Yeah. It really was. If y'all don't, if you haven't seen it, I think I posted some pictures, at least of the facade, but the, I'm sure there are plenty of videos out there by uh, creators that aren't me. But Universal, please, you know, feel free to reach out, you know, to, you know, let me let me go to the media event for, for Halloween Horror Nights. So that was just side note. I, have a I wicked, volunteer. <laughs> I have a Wicked Growth related question. So, so last year, part of the whole appeal of Wicked Growth to some people was they were in love with Lil Boo, this tiny little, uh, you know, 
jack-o'-lantern that had this specific face was there some backstory to that was little boo something that's been around before or did people just create this lore around this specific jack-o'-lantern this year that that's exactly it this one of what 300 pumpkins that were in the entranceway it just someone took a photo of it and it just it like resonated it became a thing yeah Yeah. little boo went viral and it it almost became an icon of its own yeah so and and i think universal even kind of embraced that too so just based on that you've got your own you could return that character (laughs) bring the pumpkin back everybody wants little boo but anyway yes i'm on board for wicked growth too in summary little boo can be a big boo now yeah they're all great if we're talking about favorites i think mine was is a close close between hill house and the bride bride of frankenstein that one's just i did enjoy bride even though i did i did see it uh previous year as one of the three houses they had two houses technically um but i think uh hill house was probably the very best when it comes to special effects and houses i've ever seen maybe with a close second being ghostbusters the year before yeah I or 2019 back, i hope that comes back soon because i would really love to see that one um maddie and i were i was taking her to biology boot camp this morning and we were talking about we were talking about this podcast and i asked her i said which one was your favorite she said absolutely the bride of frankenstein she said i said why she said i just love the romance in it oh and i was she's like so pure but you know <laughs> that's what it was about i mean i so, so i didn't have a good run through of that house i okay so it's tragic i we Aww. usually do two nights of halloween horror nights and we just didn't last year i you know it's fine it's fine I, but i did like the house 2019 the monster's house that they did which I think oh. is just Frankenstein. And that was phenomenal. Uh, the the monsters. 2019, it was, it the was monsters. Yeah, all the monsters. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. They were great. And I had high hopes for Bride of Frankenstein. So I trust y'all when you say it was great. I just, I didn't have a good like walkthrough of it. Bride so of Frankenstein that... had my favorite scare of any of the houses. It wasn't my favorite house, but it had my favorite scare. The fly-in yes, scare. So good. Yes, it yeah. did. That was amazing. My favorite okay. scare from last year I, was... I hate it. You didn't have a, such a good an experience with it, Steffers. Sorry, I'm Bob. Sorry. It's all right. Uh, I wish he had a good experience too. But uh, my favorite ex- uh, scare from last year was Puppet Theater. Uh, when you're walking through the makeup room, there's a couple of uh, mirrors. It's like three mirrors. And like the third last one, as you're walking up to it, it's like, oh, it's another mirror. Nope. Guy jumps out and looks. It just completely startled me. I had no idea it was coming. I, those are some of my favorites yeah. where they just curveball you. It's like, hey, guess what? Boom. Scare they okay speaking of sequels to houses this bug house concept is they're trying to compare it i'm just reading the comments off of this twitter post like the seeds of extinction but with bugs instead okay i don't like bugs so that would be my absolute worst nightmare so universal keeping that in mind let's not do that Let's not do that. I'm like, they're scary in a normal capacity. I don't need them to scarify it even more. It, I, you know, it, it's fine. We, I don't think we need a bug house. I think that is a, a filler for sure that something else will come over the horizon. Hopefully I'm down for another, uh, techno, uh, techno technology. Why can't I say words today? I would like to see it like a technology rules the world type of house. I think that would make me just happier overall. You- you know, I was kind of thinking with the popularity of the scare zone last year that there was a possibility we might get something like a controller house. Yeah. I mean, that I has happened before. That. We're, that a very was... popular scare zone became a house the next year. Yeah. Yes, that, and that definitely was. That was interactive. Oh my gosh. They also, okay. So, Horrors of Blumhouse, they've done Blumhouse houses in the past. Mm-hmm. Have I loved them? <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> Are you looking for nice words to say? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say I wasn't scared in the houses. I, I feel like they could do something else. What that something else is, I don't know. I just think that they've done Blumhouse a lot. Well, Blumhouse, I mean, they does a lot kind of movies, yeah. But I'm just the, the two that they've got listed are The Black Phone and Freaky. I haven't seen either one of those. Neither but if, I. if this house comes to fruition, I mean, Freaky's one I want to see because I like the concept. 
Um, I think it's interesting. I have no idea what the black phone is. Never even heard of that. Mm-mm. Oh, it's Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke is in black phone. So, oh, all it comes right. out in June. That's why oh, okay. we haven't heard of it yet. Oh, all right. Well, interesting. Wow. Oh, there's a weird horned devil looking dude. Nope. Nope. I will have <laughs> nightmares. No, no, no. No, no. Uh-huh. No. Big no. I'm have you sorry. seen Freaky, Bob? Have you seen no, I, I haven't seen it. I, if these are what ends up getting announced, then yeah, I'll make a point to see them. Yeah, I think I'll do the same as well. Freaky, just based off of the photos, just literally looks freaky. So yeah, it's an interesting concept, right? So it's a it's a whole Freaky Friday type concept, but in this case, a, a serial killer switches bodies with like a teenage girl. Is is what the movie is based on, and it's I'm... Vince Vaughn. Oh, yeah, I okay. love Vince Vaughn. I mean, I thought Vince Vaughn stopped acting, to be honest. I didn't know that was a Blumhouse movie. I didn't either, actually. According to the internet. Oh, well, that's fact. That's It's it's fact now. Uh, Dead Man's Wharf. (laughs) Dead Man's Wharf, Underground Creatures, El Chupacabra are all also listed as original houses. Underground Creatures, I think, could be cool. Underground Creature gives me uh, Graveyard Games vibes. That's the, I, we love if, a graveyard game. If uh, the same people who made that also did uh, Slaughter Cinema a couple years back, uh, if these are the same people, then I, I would be highly anticipate this. Uh, Dead Man's Wharf, that strike, they like every other year they do like a deep sea. Yeah, they, they definitely do. I was going to say this sounds like a, a quote unquote sequel. Yeah, so there, it's probably just another repaint of, um, of another house that they've done in the past, just spitting the characters around a little bit to change it up just enough. I thought it was going to be a Star Trek house. <laughs> oh, Worf. I'd pay money for that. Yeah, I would. Yeah, we're going to pay money for this. So, Well, yeah, I'd pay money for any of it. <laughs> um, and then they're continuing. I like kind of how they're exploring the Universal Monsters and making different themed houses for each of the years. So this year they're saying the Mummy versus the Wolfman. I I'm absolutely love this. It. I'm in anticipating it i'm a little disappointed still that we haven't done creature from the black lagoon i'm holding out for a future house one day for that because i will be all over that like what on rice they even had they even had that in the uh the um bride of frankenstein yeah uh yeah but in the um the monster house yeah the monster house yeah they did yeah there was a a creature like in a in a giant jar which i thought was it's like hey it's creature oh but he's a science project apparently okay (laughs) i i love the universal monsters quite a bit i love i love the history behind it i'm so sad that dark universe like just kind of fell on its face and never really got the got it restarted um because i was really excited about kind of the the future of what could be with the universal monsters uh, but then they decided to make a Mission Impossible mummy movie, which was strange. But <laughs> that was a weird choice, right? It felt yeah. like a Mission Impossible movie. But like, I like this concept and I'll tell you why. Wolfman is a perfect villain or a perfect uh, antithesis to the mummy because I can tell you, I've got a dog who loves eating tissue paper. So, <laughs> I mean, it makes sense to me. I'm going <laughs> to go back to your mummy statement and ignore this last statement you just said. Justin and his dog hoping. a bounty diet. I'm hoping that with this whole um, maintenance Bounty. that's happening with the money, they don't uh, Mission impossible it because that would be tragic, in my opinion. You I don't can't... think they will. Why would they, based on the fact that people didn't love that movie? That would be a weird choice, I think. No, I, I would put money. I, I would bet this is a um, classic The Mummy, Boris Karloff style. Such great movies, too. El Chupacabra. Any thoughts on El Chupacabra? I I like that kind of stuff. I like uh, cryptids, right? I like I like mythological creatures. I, I think it could be really cool. I'd be excited to see what they do with uh, what do they call it the the goat eater? <laughs> yeah, cryptozoology. I love reading into that kind of stuff. So yeah, I'm, I'm anticipating this one. It's uh, it's striking my interest. And Halloween. Uh. I'm tired. This one, this one, I think could have the potential of being the dud of the year. I'm going to I... speak up on behalf of Halloween because I love the Halloween <laughs> series. I love those movies. Um, I've never gotten to do a Halloween house at Halloween Horror Nights because I've been too much of a chicken my whole life. And so it's time for me to get to do this because that honestly, like the original Halloween, probably up there is one of my favorite horror movies of all time. 
it's a classic it's nearly perfect in terms of what you want from like a, a creepy build up like slow burn horror movie i know this would be based on the current stuff i didn't i actually just recently finally saw halloween kills i didn't love it it was fine but when the previous for this um trilogy that they're currently doing now where they've kind of reset the sequels i liked the first one was it in 2018 i liked that one halloween kills was interesting i don't know why they went the way that they did but still love the characters still love the 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 whole story of halloween and i think i don't know it'd be fun it'd be like a did a rob full... zombie direct these no no okay. no these aren't the rob zombie ha- halloweens these are the new oh. ones that written by like seth rogan and um, it's like a team of writers, but yeah, I know it's kind of a weird combo, but these are oh. people that like love the original Halloween and they, in this most recent, I don't know if you saw it in Halloween kills, they brought back, uh, the kids from the original spoiler Halloween. Alert. No, no, no. It's not a spoiler. <laughs> They're in it from the very beginning. Um, so Tommy Doyle, like the guy, uh, it's not played by the same person, but, um, it's the kids that were being babysat by Jamie Lee Curtis in the original They're They're in the new Halloween, although, uh, it's, a uh, what's his name? My, not Michael. Corey Feldman. No, no Michael. C. <laughs> I want to say Hall. Michael C. Hall. It's not Michael C. Hall, is it? Michael O'Leary. No. Will Patton. I'm just looking at oh the cast God. list. Nick Castle. You, you got to love the amount of Courtney. research we do before this podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Nick, Nick Castle's the shape. No, no, no. It's um, his name's Tommy Doyle. Whoever played Tommy Doyle, come on, give it to me. You got it, Steffers. The little girl that was also being babysat by jamie lee curtis in the original that that actress plays herself play, plays that character again in the brian movie. andrews no it's not brian it andrews. literally says tommy doyle brian andrews Don't that's be rude. not who it is that was the you're looking at the original halloween cast aren't you I don't, uh, they also was, put paul anthony rudd as tommy doyle oh my god anthony michael hall what did yeah. i say oh I, had you said, I think you just said michael hall i just michael scroll anthony. down okay i said it's a little aggressive yeah. Yeah, it says the adult version of the characters. Portray- oh, wait a minute, sorry. That's right. It that's you the only it. logical answer. Yeah, that's the only logical answer at this yeah. point. He was played by Brian Andrews as a child in the original. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Take in 1978. Anyway, all I'm saying is I'm I still love that series. I'm gonna be the person that like is dying to do that house. You all can poo poo on it all you want. Well, I'm just tired of them doing it. That's all I'm saying. I'm just tired of them doing it. It'll be news I- for me. Yeah. I think the first one or two, one, one and a half are all right. And then uh, past the one or one and a half, I was like, all right, can we move on? Same thing with, uh, I think they did Walking Dead or uh, what's that other, what's the other show with the, uh, with the witches? The, what's it called? They have like different seasons each year. Murder Focus, House Focus. and no, Charmed? no. Charmed. <laughs> I would <laughs> damn it rob <laughs> they have like uh oh my god each season's like a new thing mm-hmm. uh, oh american horror story yeah thank you thank you we got there <laughs> yes american horror story some of those were good and then some of them i just why did they do that it's fine i understand why they did that but whatever i want us i want a house based on the craft while we're talking about witches can we do that that'd be fun oh, that would be a good one I was going to ask what you guys would like as houses if you could input your own. done the craft? I don't know, but I'm throwing it out there now, Universal. Are you listening? Do the craft. It's it's a, It would be such a nostalgia play. We're in that zone where the 90s, everybody's into the 90s. Yeah. Bring it back. Do it. What Do I it. would love to see as a house, uh, it'll never happen, uh, but it, the rights are right there. Nobody uh, outside of Jim Henson owns it, but uh, the Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal. I'd love to see that as a house. You come around a corner, a Skeksis is yelling at you, or you got one of the 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 Beetle soldiers, or little little Gefflings are running around you. It's like, oh my god, this it writes itself. It'd be perfect. What am I looking for? Oh my gosh, what would you like? Like uh, exclude or not exclude, but like if property rights be damned, what would you like to see? at Halloween Horror Nights at some point in your lifetime, if that was a thing. I wasn't ever a big horror movie because I was too chicken. I mean, same, <laughs> same Rob. Honest, that's, that's why <laughs> I don't know salad. if I have an answer to this uh, yeah. question, honestly. I mean, I'll be honest. I like the Friday the 13th series. Now, I don't know if they've done those. And I realize that's kind of going down the same vein as Halloween. It's but... hard to find something that they haven't done before. Correct. I think that's think why. Creep show, it's been done. Yep. Poltergeist been done. Yeah. 
They've done a lot. They really have. And I will say that they really um, lean into their original concepts a lot too and find something more relatable that's not an IP for um, the uh, people of today. Oh, Hellraiser. Hellraiser would be a good one. Never Hanging seen out with Pinhead. Have they ever yeah. done one based on the Lost Boys? That would be fun. I want to say yes. Yeah. Okay. Because that's like, say. that's one, because I, well, after 30 years, it's hard to keep track of all this stuff. I mean, I'm just, good God, I'm you're not, not even that age. I was going to say, I'm not old enough to really fathom that. Sorry. Wow. Unofficial appearance in Central Park during Halloween Horror Nights 2. Lost okay. Boys. Well, do a house. It's time. Let's just do a whole 90s run of IPs. I wouldn't be mad about it. Lost Boys was in the 80s, wasn't it? Was it? It might have been like 89 or something. You might be right. I don't, I don't know. I don't Let's know. take Place your bets. When did the Lost Boys get released in theaters? It was 87. You got me, Bob. I um, <laughs> what I would actually like, which they would never, they would never do this. At least in my head, it wouldn't make sense to do this. But I would like to see because it's so subjective, like a like top houses, like relive those houses throughout the years that were really great or that people really loved, and then have it like a kind of ode to either going back to the nineties, like eighties, whatever. Every but like ten years, back bring to- back an old house. Yeah, like I think that would be cool because like graveyard games, I'd love to go through that again. There are some IPs I'd love to go through again um, as well. I just, just a thought, Universal. You're not listening to this, but I wish you would. I really Tag wish. Tag them in it. Yeah, at Universal, at Horror Nights. Give us an update. Uh, shows. I have no skin in this game anymore because they took out my beloved. What would we like to see for shows? Are we seeing a horny show part two or? Yeah, bring it back. All the leather, <laughs> all the sweat. Matt. Just less fire this time, please. Why? Because it's Florida and it's already scolding hot. Yeah, it's already scolding hot. I don't need to sit right in front of a pyro machine. They literally had that too close to the audience. I mean, they shouldn't have it too close to the, the, uh, the performers either. But holy God, that was halfway through the show. I had to walk out. I couldn't take it anymore It was because I was sitting right in front of it. They are speculating that the Marathon of Mayhem, which was the water show, is going to come back. Which yeah, that it's there makes every sense. Year. What else? What else yeah. are they really going to do at that point? I miss Bill and Ted, and I will forever miss Bill and Ted. So other shows be damned. Everyone misses it. Why not bring it back? For God's sake, that or Maybe. some Beetlejuice show. Beetlejuice oh, I would stand fun. a Beetlejuice. Jack would be show. fun. Yeah, I know they so, had. I know they done Jack, but I would I, just from missing everything all these years. Yeah, I would. I would I, like I would, to see that too. Rob. I'd be okay with whatever they brought back. Hear me and, out. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice would be great. And I was actually kind of thinking every year you, you correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't have the history. So I'm looking at our veterans here uh, on the zoom, but don't they typically have maybe a ha- at least one house. That's a little more like lighthearted, like killer clowns from outer space, ghostbusters, that sort of thing. Typically we're looking I mean, at the house list right now. I know this is speculation, but I would, I don't think any of those sound like they would be lighthearted. Uh, the weekend. Well, no, but it, it, it couldn't, it, do, it doesn't have to be because I don't know if you've watched a lot of his videos. You saw the Super Bowl halftime show. His stuff can be intense. Yeah. So I don't think that would be a lighthearted, fun romp like Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah. His videos are way out there. I mean, they all start with the disclaimer. Yeah. Oh, I've yeah. never yeah. seen any of his. You should check yeah. them out because that's why. Music video still a thing. Yeah. Of that <laughs> well, on YouTube. <laughs> there are, no, no more MTV or VH. There are many YouTube. dramas at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he does his self like people like hated on him because he did that whole um, character around um, was it I think it's called lights or something where he was acting like he got plastic surgery for Hollywood and stuff. People thought he really did, um, but he really like dives into telling these stories in his videos and stuff. You should check them out. One of his music videos is about starts with two girls that have had plastic surgery and they discover his head in the street and. That was as far that was as far as I got with it because I had to drop the girl off. But yeah, she when she saw that the weekend was a possible, she was kind of excited. Uh, uh, apparently, they had one for Billie Eilish a few years ago. Um, that was a possibility. Uh, I don't know why that one ended up falling through the cracks. But when it comes to the weekend, I know that that guy enjoys telling a story, and he's committed to it. So. I, literally he finances his own Super Bowl halftime show. So I, if you're willing to put that level of commitment into storytelling, then sure. I am 
very intrigued to see what you have in store for us. Yeah. So my counterpoint to all that is just that if all the houses tend to be a little more like serious, not necessarily just because the weekend might not be super scary, but I think it could be a serious like storytelling thing. Then maybe they go a little more lighthearted with the show this time was kind of my thought. Maybe. Um, based off of years past, it'll be sexy. <laughs> That's all I got for you. There's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing there. A little spicy. As typically the shows that I've I've seen, they're a little little spicier, a little bit more comedy, something like that. I don't know. I I honestly also don't feel like I need to see the shows anymore just because I'm I'm too much of a Bill and Ted stand, so I, I just can't. I don't really care about the dancing and the swinging of the fires and the leather torsos and the beatbox dancers. I don't even know what they are anymore. But I don't I don't care about dancing or any of that. So I'd rather use my time to go do other things. So the shows will be a no for me unless it's Bill and Ted. If I get if if I participate in the frequent fear, I'll definitely you know try and catch the shows. But yeah, I'll check it out once, see yeah. if it's any good. And then we can report back as, as I would hope, because, um, I don't even, I don't know. I, I'm really just bitter about it. At the end of the day, I'm bitter and that's okay with me. (laughs) That should be the tagline for this podcast. Um, I'm bitter and that's a, okay. At the end of the day, I'm bitter and that's okay with me. I do want to throw something. I I would like to throw something out. Throw again, something out. This doesn't come from me. This comes from the child. Go ahead. And I mentioned it Bro-goo? earlier about I mentioned it earlier about Scream. Um, since their their tagline for this year is "Never Go Alone," and that's a reoccurring line through the Scream movies. Never go alone. On their Insta, you know, they have the shattered phone with. The blood on it and in the text message you know it's saying never go alone so are we tying you know are they able to tie that in i mean just curious i know this is all a speculation podcast right here so is that something that are they teasing us with that that it could drop into one of these houses here i'm thinking you could be scratching at the surface of something here you know that's i i would be all right with scream i i like that series you know, the text message, I'm just reading, you know, it says, you know what they say? The response is, leave me alone. The response to that is never go alone. So I, just, I don't know. These kids. Like is is Rob kids, uncovering? I like this investigative journalism. I'm on board. <laughs> oh, it was, oh, it wasn't me. It was the child. She is. Uh, Thank you, Rogu. De- she is definitely on board with going back this year. I don't think that that's a stretch by any means at all i think that i mean it's definitely a possibility like i said like or like we mentioned but maybe didn't fully uh say this is a speculation map this is no in no way confirmed in any way shape or form this can go left this could go right this could go diagonal upside down in the tubes down the gutter into the sewer i don't even know right so anything can happen on march 24th when they posted and i know I know your listeners can't see this, but it says here, never go alone. Mm-hmm. Their first comment is it's time to summon your scream squad. I mean, it says scream right in their post. And this is on their, uh, they're slapping horror, us right in the face with it. Their horror nights, uh, Orlando Instagram page. Yeah. Uh, the, who's the comment from uh, Orlando Halloween. Horror oh. Night. Well, it says, think, yeah. When it, this is when the tickets went on sale something's brewing y'all yeah so oh here's something i noticed uh because we have lost um the uh, shrek attraction the house that's normally in that location has moved uh to what they are labeling as the e-house which is over by fast and furious so i'm curious to how exactly this the layout for that is going to i mean is it going to be in the queue and then we're walking around the uh the track of the attraction itself or is there is it going to lead off to like a warehouse somewhere else i'm because this is like the first new 
area for a house in a while for Universal. It would be pretty scary if it'd be scary if they just made me ride Fast and Furious again. True. (laughs) That that was a big space though. That Shrek space. Um, That's what I'm saying. I wish they would still use that though. Like, I mean, I know why they can't use it, and I know what's happening, and I fully understand that. I don't care. Halloween Horror Nights is more important. respectfully oh you know what they should do i guess they can't do it because they do the marathon of mayhem but one year it would be so cool if they built like a platform on the lagoon and the house was on the platform that would be fun that People could be a, shit themselves a, a water-based house yeah even, ju- even if it was just set up as a scare zone like the, i mean i mean that's essentially that's what it would be i guess when we have people jumping out of boats and living with the land to grab cucumbers how well do you think that's going to work with a bunch of drunk people at universal <laughs> swimmingly it would go but um i'm here all day i'm here all day all right last little piece here we went through the spec map we went through the different offerings what is as newbies and veterans one or we can do two pieces of advice do you have or or tips or whatever for someone pursuing Halloween Horror Nights this year. And go. If you're doing one night, get the Express. It's worth it in the long run. If you can do multiple nights, pace yourself. You don't need to knock it all out in one night. This is good advice. I think as a, uh, speaking from the perspective of a uh, historical chicken when it comes to haunted houses, I think you have to approach it with a group that is in the spirit of the thing, like a good high energy group that you can go with that enjoys it if you can. Um, if you can't, because you're like a smaller group person, or maybe it's just you and someone else or whatever, don't go in thinking, I'm not going to be scared, because that is the wrong mentality. You're going to be scared, and you got to embrace that. That's part of it. But you just go. You, you want the things to happen because you're there to see the show. You're there to experience it. And so if you, if you kind of change, I think that little tweak can make a difference for you. If you are somebody who feels like it might be overwhelming, just know this is going to be scary and that's fine. That's part of it. That's, that's what I would say. Prepare yourself for a long night. Prepare yourself. <laughs> Either for <a> long way. <laughs> night. Prepare yourself to wait in line again, unless you get the express express pass. Thank you. Unless you get the express pass plan on waiting. Um, as the medical person here, <laughs> hydrate, be prepared, get, Make sure that you're ready for this because you're going to be out there and it's Florida. It's going to be warm. It's going to be toasty. You're probably going to get rained on. Um, so prepare for that. Oh, but, yeah. If you do the stay and scream, bring an umbrella for one, the rain or two, the sun. The sun. Yeah. Do I have a tip? My tip is to go read my blogs and listen to my, <laughs> my podcast. That is that a plug, is... not a tip. <laughs> Well, my tips are on my blog. I have a whole blog. I have a whole four things that you should do when going to Halloween Horror Nights that stand true still today. So, oh, I guess I'll say this. Eat the pizza fries. That's on my list. Eat the pizza fries since everyone- Oh, so wearing them? Don't, don't, don't shake your hands at me saying, eh, don't say and to me. Eat the pizza fries. Don't buy into the hype. Buy into it. That's all I have to say. The rest, the rest you can find at adventuresofstuffers.com slash, uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll figure out the link. I'll put it in the bio, put it in the, <laughs> put it in the description down below. Don't worry about me. We're all, we're fine. Way to sell it. All right. I I'm try. logging on now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I try. All right. All, all of you, I don't know what order you want to go in. Please plug your things. Thank you for, for coming to speak Halloween Horror Nights with me because, uh, you know, it's it's better in numbers and and better. They're really trying to figure out the order of who's plugging when, and I'm so distracted. <laughs> but I appreciate you guys for coming on and talking Horror Nights with me. I love you guys, and you're the best Horror Nights crew. Okay, now go plug. I'm going first, and I'll tell you why. I got nothing to plug, baby. I just want to say thank you, Steffers, for having me on the show. It's been a while since I've been behind a mic, and it's always good to get together with my friends. I love you very much. I love all of you. Peace be the journey. Cool runnings. Next. All right, I'll go. Theme Park Rob, I am everywhere. You can find me on TikTok. You can find me on Twitter. You can still find me on Facebook, but who knows how long. And Instagram. Do not miss this event. This is so much fun. Last year was our first year, and I'm. we've talked about it. We talk about it all the time. We talk about how much fun we had with Justin. 
and leaving him in the rooms alone. And Bob and I had so much, <laughs> Bob and I had so much fun. This is not an event that you want to miss. And uh, you're going to find us there. When, just listen to anything. Follow us on social media. You'll know when we're there. We'll let everybody know. I am Skipper Bob. You can find me on just about all the socials, including YouTube at Skipper Bob's Breakdowns. And I think the state of Florida just passed a bill saying it's illegal to go alone to Halloween Horror Night. So you better find a friend and go with somebody. Just drag them along because you don't want to break the law. Nobody wants to do that. Don't break the law unless it's a stupid law to break all of them. If you are new to the Adventures with Stuffers podcast, thank you for tuning in. If you are interested in listening to other theme park related things or Twitch related things, I also stream on Twitch, twitch.tv AsianZing95 or slash AsianZing95. You know how to type in a web address. Don't act like you don't. And follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Adventures with Stuffers, not Adventures with Stuffers. Sorry, Landon, to burst your bubble. And on Twitter, AsianZing95. Am I missing a plug? Probably. But seriously, guys, go check out my blog where I post a lot of Halloween Horror Nights related tips and tricks as well as other suggestions for your next trip. And I hope you have a great day, night, evening, weekend, you know, lifetime. And we'll catch you on the next one. 